All right, everybody, what is up? Welcome to Intel Sports. This is Jake. I'm Alex. This is Rob. And tonight, we've got an interesting episode for y'all. Um, specifically because, well, we should be playing sad music when we say this. But um, Rob's team lost. They did. Oh, they that did. was... It was a little sad. You know, I just, I tried telling Rob. I did. I just, I just wanted to, like, help ease the pain. I knew what was going to happen. And you had no you idea know, it was going to happen. You also said, I, hey, 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 I know what I said. 400, 400 yards, yards not even close. Hey, two, what was it, 287, 284? Which is not 400. Yeah, but uh, he did score three touchdowns. So there's still that. I got one prediction. Actually, my bad. I got two predictions right. And two interceptions. Just saying. Two interceptions, yeah. How'd you do in the fourth quarter? Yeah, he did pretty well. Because I can tell you 140 yards is pretty good in the fourth quarter. Down yeah. 10, seven minutes to go. Bink, Clearly, bink, we're bink. not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, right? No, we're not talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, who went on to choke. Choke. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's that. But overall, I thought it was a good game. No, it was a good game. And, and you know, there's things that, there's things that, that I saw um, – that I think uh, the problem with the 49ers, I think they played to lose. Uh, if you if you really if you really watched it throughout the game, they played to lose, and you can't do that in the Super Bowl. That is something you cannot do. Um, and you know, uh, especially with a team like the Chiefs, uh, as quickly as that offense can score, every time you've got the ball, you've got to get points. If you don't, if you are not doing that, um, that is a, that's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, no, and I mean. I liked what I saw uh, from the Niners in the first three quarters. I mean, they they flat out dominated Patrick Mahomes, and I was in shock watching the game how how they were making him look. Just the first three quarters, I was thinking to myself, "Oh my gosh, maybe yeah. the Niners do got a shot here." But then the fourth quarter happened. Well, like I said, you can't play to lose. Uh, I think they did that. I think that Chiefs offense was it, it was is is too good. And also, I really want to tell you guys, I think the defense for the Chiefs showed up. Oh, they, they did, one hundred percent. Especially when it counted. Especially when it counted at the end. And um, and and there, I mean, the Forty ers defense dominated uh, Mahomes and and the Chiefs for three quarters, and then the last ten minutes just completely uh, fell apart. I think the third and fifteen. The third and oh, fifteen, yeah. third and fifteen for Tyree Kill was it was it was crazy. I don't know about you guys, but I it wasn't that play. But when um, when Sammy Watkins beat Sherman to get the first down, that I was sad. <laughs> I literally went on Twitter just to go see did Darrell Rivas say anything because well, I was like, yeah. oh no. So so that that poses my question: Who disappointed you? most in the Super Bowl who what what one player uh and, and I'm gonna give you mine real quick who we just said Richard Sherman I mean you got a guy you got a guy that is running his mouth saying and the, and, and he and quoting him I will not go to the White House if we win well guess what pal you have to win first you you gotta win first and this guy didn't do it and also he got burned on a pretty significant play uh, by um, uh, I forgot what receiver it was, but he got burned, y'all, and I mean it was bad. Then on the same drive, he couldn't get out to the he couldn't get out to the to the side to stop Damian Williams from getting in the end zone. So that guy disappointed me. As much stuff as this guy was talking, and as, and as great as he he proclaims himself to be, he did not show up and did not play well. You know that's a good point, Rob. But uh, I gotta disagree with you on that. The guy who disappointed me the most was Kyle Shanahan. Oh my gosh! You yeah. Come on, I mean, the first time when he made it to the Super Bowl as the offensive coordinator for Atlanta, I mean, you're up twenty-eight to three on the New England Patriots. You got away from what you were doing best in that Super Bowl, which was running the football. You're running down New England's throat all game, and then now you go to fast forward where you're at right now. You, they were running the ball pretty well in the first yeah. half. 
and then they got away from it and started having Jimmy throw. And you brought it up last week yourself. You're like, Jimmy's going to have to make some throws. But well, no. I said Jimmy Garoppolo's going to have to make well, some plays. Well, that's what I mean. Right. But – and me and you talked about this earlier. He was able to do that in the first half when they were le- – like when they were leading, but when it came down to it, when the plays were there that mattered, he couldn't make them. But Kyle Shanahan, he, I think, tried to, in a sense – he got greedy himself and wanted to make it look like Jimmy is a better quarterback than what we give him credit for. But at the same time, I mean, you, you don't get away. If you're running the ball as well as they were, don't stop running the football. Don't go and start leaning on the pass. Do what brought you to the dance in the first place. Run the ball as effective as you can. And they weren't doing that in the second half. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, uh, young coach, uh, you know, he did have some issues with the Patriots when they're up 20 to three and they, and they should have won, but I'm reading a, a story today too. Also that Kyle Shanahan's reputation for choking will be hard to shake fair or not fair, fair, man. You are in the Super Bowl. This is, you are on the biggest stage and your football team went 13 and three, but can you put it all on Shanahan? I don't think so. I think you have to blame, put a little bit of blame on Jimmy Garoppolo. Listen, I said it last week. This guy was going to have to make a play. Not many plays, but he's going to have to make it a play. And in the third quarter, you're up 20 to 10. You got you to gotta score, like I said earlier. You have to score. Okay, they don't score. Uh, the Chiefs come down. They score 24. The score, score's now 24-20, right? All this guy had to do, all he had to do, was make a play, and he didn't do it. So I stand by my thing, what I said about him last week. He is just not that quarterback that we think he is. Well, he's a young guy still. I mean, he's still got time to grow and and to to build um, his reputation up a little more. I think this is, what, his 28th start in the league? Yeah, and all so, the people that are going to come in and say, uh, I don't know if you guys heard today, but uh, a lot of people are saying Tom Brady. Coming to the 49ers? No. Not going to happen. It's, so, Niner no, fans, no. down, down. No, no that's not going to happen. Where he should be going is to a retirement home. Not yet. I think Tom's still got a couple years. Uh, I think Tom still has a couple years left in him. Well, we'll see on that one. But, I mean, and then back to San Francisco, I don't think – I think right now it's fair to say that Shanahan is choking in the Super Bowl for now, and it's going to be hard to shake it for now. I do think he'll win a Super Bowl. I don't know when, but I got a feeling he will. I just think that he's a tremendous offensive mind. Look at Andy Reid. A lot of people were starting to wonder, uh, can we put Andy Reid in that top tier of coaching until he got a ring? Now we got to put him there because he's been a phenomenal coach and he finally got the ring. And as much as we want to give discredit to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle, uh, Kyle Shanahan, and Richard Sherman, you also got to give a lot of credit to the Chiefs' offense on oh, how they battled back. Three touchdowns in seven minutes in the Super Bowl is crazy. I mean, it it's unheard of. And then for Mahomes to have 140 yards in the fourth quarter alone, I was thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, this is one of many. Yeah, and I think that – I think, you know, getting back to getting back to the 49ers, uh, getting back to um, Jimmy Garoppolo um, – I don't, you know, I, I read that I don't think that um, Shanahan really trusted Garoppolo. And you can tell, you can tell, I mean, there was a lot of things that, that changed the course of that game. And I think when you have your foot on the pedal and you are winning, winning any game, much less the biggest game that you're ever going to play in your entire life, you've got to keep the gas on, or your foot on the gas. And oh, yeah. they did not do that. And that does come down to some trust issues. You don't see Belichick doing that. If Belichick's got his foot on the gas, it is duct taped to that thing, and it is down all the way. Because you have somebody like Tom Brady who is going to perform and going to make plays and going to do the right thing. Now, call it an experience. Maybe he's not that great of a quarterback. I don't know what you all feel about it. But the bottom line is you needed to make a play. You didn't. And congratulations to Andy Reid and the Kansas City Chiefs. They are the Super Bowl champs. I'm super happy for Andy. I, I love Andy Reid. But, you know, Patrick Mahomes and that offense. And then, like you said, the defense uh, stepped up when they needed to. And they looked great. But, Alex, let me ask you. Because, I mean, we, we gave our little take. But what, who, who no. disappointed you? No. Why? I'm just kidding. Because huh? I know <laughs> who you're Who disappointed happy. me? Who disappointed um, you? I remember – 
watching the game on Sunday and I even texted you. I was like, man, I'm so mad right now because I I seriously thought Mahomes was going to blow it. But what I did, thought the Chiefs were going to blow it. I want you to tell the, everybody, too. What did I text you back? So I texted Jake, man, this game is upsetting me. And he said, why? And I was like, Mahomes is going to blow it. And he said, just wait. And that was, like, the last text that we sent to each other. And right after that, too, is funny because the whole thing changed. Oh, like, I got a funny story for you guys, too. That was so, the third and 15 play. It was crazy. I mean – so I don't know if you guys wore any uh, football jerseys during the game at all, even though your team's not in it. I did. No. No? I, I still did. I didn't care. Uh, so me and my – I don't have a Rams jersey, by the way. You don't have a Rams jersey? You're a Rams fan? You can, you you guys can buy me one. You could wear the, the Broncos one that you have. I could, but I won't. <laughs> but, uh, no, so me and my girlfriend, we both wore Green Bay Packer jerseys uh, to our Why? buddies out. Hey, look, it's Super Bowl. I'm going to wear a jersey. Listen, y'all, yeah, same. if your team is not in the Super Bowl, you have no business wearing their jersey. That's called support. I you know why? Because Supporting their it, golfing because that's what they're doing. It makes you not look like a bandwagon, though. Exactly. That's what it does. And I ain't going to hop on no bandwagon. I'm on a Packer bag, uh, wagon. What in the world? Uh, uh, anyway. A Packer wagon. Uh, anyway, anyway. So, <laughs> funny story, though. So, during the fourth quarter, um, obviously, Mahomes had just thrown the interception – um, but I ran, I, I literally, right after it happened, I go, you know what? I'm taking the Jersey off. And so I went and put it in my backpack and I told my girlfriend, uh, I was like, you need to go switch into another shirt. She goes, why? I go, just, we're just going to try it. Just, just go, go switch into another shirt. So right when she went into another room to go, uh, change all of a sudden, that's when Tyree got open on the uh, third and 15, mm-hmm. Got the first down, and we're like, oh, my gosh. They're actually starting to get momentum here. So uh, I, I just thought it was really funny because I was thinking, man, maybe my Green Bay Packer jerseys are bad luck or something. I was like, this maybe I should just not wear them when the Packers are playing because it seems like we win when I don't wear it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have Rams jersey, but maybe one day. Um, but really, to get back on the Patrick Mahomes thing, um, the crazy thing with Patrick Mahomes to me uh, watching him you, at, at least through this this season, you know, with that injury and everything, I thought, oh, man, this guy, you know, he's going to be out for a while. He comes back, plays well. But, man, in the, in the playoffs, this guy plays out of his mind. And here's why, because there's no fear in this guy. There's oh, yeah. no fear. He's down 24 nothing to uh, – who are they down to? Houston. The, the Houston t- the Texans. And then they were down a little bit in the uh, AFC Championship game, and, and there was no – you know, once he started going and once he really started kicking into gear, there was no stopping him. And then you take the Super Bowl where it's a big stage. You know, he even admits to him, uh, to us that he's a little uh, – he gets a little too excited. But then his teammates are saying, you know what, you're a little too calm. And I don't know if that's what calm is. Um, you know, he I, I mean, the fourth quarter was amazing. Watching this kid, and I say kid, um, at 24, 24 years old – Winning a Super Bowl, um, it, it was amazing to me. So I, I think he's changing the landscape of of what these quarterbacks are doing now. And and that is he can beat you with his legs. He can beat you with his arm. Um, you know, we, we do have the likes of, of Lamar Jackson in the league doing that. But there's something special about this kid, and he just knows how to win. And that is uh, – I think, you know, they're going to be – they're going to be a uh, – a force to be reckoned with uh, moving forward in the next few years. I think that could be your, your next dynasty, and we need to see a new one. Nobody wants to see the Patriots win anymore. We're, we're kind of tired of it unless you live back east. You know, uh, Now people used to watch uh, Tom Brady to see what is this guy going to do next? What is he going to do? Is he going to throw five touchdowns? Is he going to do this? I don't watch that anymore. I watch, hey, are these guys going to lose today? Oh, I certainly hope so. And then when they do, you feel, you feel happy. Even if your team – loses the Patriots lose you feel good you know I think I told Jake this too at the beginning of the season I like when two teams that aren't super good play because it's like they're fighting to see which one loses but it's that much more intense because neither of them wants to lose when you watch games like with the Patriots and like better off teams it's kind of boring because they're making the passes they're doing all this like cool stuff they're doing the plays right and it's just like man I don't know if I want to watch this anymore. It's boring. So is that why you, uh, you love your Broncos? You know what? You know what? What? 
Say something. I would roast your boy Aaron right now. But you know what? I'm going to keep You don't need to. He got roasted twice by the 49ers. <laughs> it's all right. He's working on his swing right now. Exactly. That's all he's working on. Hey, better than what Jerry Goff was doing earlier this when he got his uh, money. Oh, you mean, can't make fun of Jerry like that. What's wrong Jared, with you? Yeah, Jared Goff is, is a piece of work. But, uh, well, hey, <laughs> so, you know, I know we didn't talk too much on the Super Bowl. You know, that was our takes. And and uh, now we can put football to bed but for wait, the season. Oh, we forgot one thing, Rob. The most important thing. For all the people who don't like sports, what was your favorite food on Sunday? Yes. Man, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I probably ate maybe about uh, 10 slices of pizza. Good gracious. I, I know. I shouldn't have, but uh, my buddy was just like, dude, you guys got to help me finish this food. We cannot. And he ordered, I think it was five pizzas, and he had two full ones left over. So I was like, dude, I'll help you out. I'll try to eat what I can. But after that, I was, I was like, I tap, I can't do it. But pizza probably for me was my favorite thing. Um, what about you, Alex? Um, you know what? I had some carne asada and some like in a nacho form. It was interesting. It was cool. A nacho form, like carne asada nachos. I've never heard of that. Well, it, yeah, it's good. It's just different. It's interesting. Huh? <laughs> what about you, Rob? I had your traditional barbecue, man. I had some ribs, some hot links. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, some some steak, and it was good. You know, uh, yeah. It was – this Super Bowl was kind of calm, though. It, it was weird. Uh, to be honest with you guys, I didn't even really watch the first probably quarter and a half. You know, I was visiting with some friends, and, and uh, you know, we were outside. It's actually some guys I used to coach with, and – we were just outside talking, so I really didn't get to see it, but I sat down and watched the second half, and I'm like thinking to myself, I cannot wait till Tuesday because the 49ers are going to win, and, man, I'm going to get to rub it in some faces, and, uh, you know, it's egg in my face. So, But, yeah, uh, food was good, game was good, but football is now officially over. It's done put to, put, eh, put to almost, bed. Almost, not completely. It's well, never really over. Well, you have the XFL, but, I mean, that's – we got the draft coming up, free agency, off-season workouts. But no Sundays being played. I know. So, what's our what's our next move? Well, our next move is what's going on right now uh, with some hoops. And there's some pretty exciting things going on. Uh, I know there's a lot of trade rumors that Jake can uh, get to here in a little bit. But, um, you know, last week it was a little more somber when we were talking about, um, we were talking about basketball because of, of, of the – legend Kobe Bryant and uh, I thought the Lakers did a really good job of um you know making a special night for him but uh the night that they did that they played against a team that's pretty much uh I wouldn't say on fire but they're playing well but I will tell you their player that is playing for them and that is Damian Lillard come on this guy in 6 games in six games, um, it, check these stats out. In six games, they've you know they they were five and one. Okay, the Blazers are five and one. This guy shot his shooting percentage fifty five percent. His three point percentage was fifty seven percent. Forty nine of eighty six. Come on, that's unheard of. His average he was averaging he's averaging forty nine points a game, and his highest output before that was on December twentieth against the against the uh, um, Orlando Magic. 36 points. I mean, me and Alex were talking about it today. 61 points, 47 points, 48 points, 51 points. This guy has been on a tear, and his team is playing better because of it. I love Damian Lillard, and I really do hope that dude wins a championship eventually. I just don't think it's going to happen this year, but the guy's playing out of his mind. I just – he's so motivated. Ever, ever since – like you said, six games – just playing lights out basketball and we got an all-star game coming up too yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be exciting i think the dunk contest uh, is all set three-point uh contest is all set and they're gonna do something different for the three-point contest i'm not sure what it was i read they're gonna do something a little bit different uh moving forward with that but um i'm not a big fan of the all-star game uh, to be honest with you it's just a bunch of guys that don't want to play defense and it's all show and you know, it, it doesn't excite me. It did when I was a kid, you know, because, man, Magic Johnson was in there. Jordan was in there. 
uh, Larry, Reggie, all, all the players that I watched when I was younger. But to me now, it, the All-Star game is not that big of a deal. It's just guys out there, you know, playing basketball and, and enjoying a weekend together. Yeah, but at the same time, you have to admit there's been, there were a uh, couple snubs for the All-Star game. It wasn't Booker one of them? From the Phoenix Book, Suns. Booker was one, and the guy, the guy who is literally is the only saving grace for Washington, Bradley Beal. Wow. Bradley Beal got snubbed. Dude, he's the only thing keeping the Washington. Uh, see, that's how much I, I could. I'm blanking right now on their name. That's how much I could care less about him. But Bradley Beal is like the only centerpiece that they got. He's playing lights out, and he got snubbed. But like you said, I, I used to like. The All Star Game, um, the but it just no defense for me. It just it doesn't excite. I am a little interested in the the dunk contest though. All right, now wait a minute. What's up? In layman's terms, what does snub mean? Who'd you call lame? What's that? <laughs> Who'd I call lame? Did I call someone lame? I mean, you like the Packers, so you might as well be calling them lame. Hey, thirteen and three, baby. Didn't, Conference championship. Didn't get to the Super Bowl, Conference baby. Conference championship. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, big talk for people who don't have rings. Do they have a ring to show for the conference championship? Oh, I don't uh, think so. I'm sorry. Okay, I see what you're doing to me, but that's all right. You know what? It's okay. We'll get there. All right. Anyway, so the meaning of snub for those who don't know what it is. A snub is somebody that you know got in over. Like it would be like if I was going, I was playing basketball. I mean, I was terrible at basketball. It's like as if I was playing basketball maybe shooting three points a game. And then Rob was scoring like 30 points a game playing out of his mind. And somehow I got picked over him to go play in an all-star game and to be, it's basically supposed to be something special and meaningful for you. But unfortunately I got picked somehow over Rob, even though Rob's playing better than me. Oh, so like Rob gets robbed. Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Nice. It, it's hard. I mean, it's, there's so many good players, and there, there's so many people doing things. But, I mean, you have to look at – I mean, what are you looking at for the All-Star game? Is it, it's pretty much a popularity contest yeah, like exactly. everything else. It's not – it has nothing to do with stats. It's I mean, just like the Pro Bowl, though, too. Yeah. All those All-Star – Pro Bowl, the All-Star game. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the baseball All-Star game. It's all – yeah, it's 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 not even fun to watch. I mean, they're, they're just out there to have fun and – and I guess that's, it is what it is. It's it's what it's for. If you're out there just wanting to watch some fun sports, then, you know, for that particular sport, that's what it is. Yep. But, you know, uh, Rob, I did see some interesting uh, trades for your boy Kyle Kuzma, and I'm not going to lie to you. Only one of them stood out to me most, the one that I would be cool with. But the other two I think that you would question quite a bit. So one of the the rumors I heard was Kyle Kuzma for I'm gonna try my best to say his name from the Kings Bogdan Bogdanovich. Oh, yeah, that's been going on for a while. That, I, did I even yeah. say his name right? I felt Bogdan, like I, Bogdanovich. I think, yeah. yeah, and then the second one, uh, the second one obviously for Derrick Rose. Third was, and I I do not like this one at all. Robert uh, Covington from the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. Well, I think the Lakers are looking for that third score, but Covington brings them a defensive aspect to, yeah, that's to, true, to but LA, but they need a ball handler though. It's, uh, you know, I think in the wake of the Kobe thing, it would be hard to trade one of those guys just because of the team bond. I mean, when, when somebody dies like that, or there's an unexpected tragedy, I think it brings a team together. Never like never before. Um, right. you know, but, Business is business. Um, they do need a third scorer. And it's hard for Kuzma because he's living in the shadows of LeBron and, and, and Anthony Davis because they're so they're so good. They're so well they're, they're they're well known. And this year they're both just having tremendous years. LeBron, man, we were watching earlier and LeBron did a spin move that a eighteen year old make. This guy's in his mid thirties or whatever it is, and and you know, he's six nine. It's like there's no reason this guy should be moving that fast. But um and then you have then on the other hand you have uh, Anthony Davis who is probably the greatest big man if you want to call him a big man I don't know he doesn't he doesn't play center but this guy is just having an unbelievable year so then that leaves Kyle Kuzma what do you do with Kyle Kuzma like is this guy gonna he doesn't start 
you know, he comes off the bench because you already have uh, Davis playing in his position. So I think it would be smart for the Lakers to go out, get themselves a guy that can score. Uh, who's, Covington. Who's somebody Brinkley. that you would like though? And because I mean, I like I like Kuzma, but here's the thing: I liked Brand, Brandon Ingram with the Lakers, but the problem was Brandon Ingram needed the ball in his hands. Now he's an All Star with the Pelicans, so I think Kyle Kuzma looks at it. Trust me, I don't miss Ingram. No, I that get, experiment no, no. didn't work. I, I get it, I get it. But I'm saying like Kyle Kuzma's looking at Ingram like, dude, I can do the same thing. I just need my shot. And if you look at a guy like Lou Williams, who's accepted the role of a bench player and become a six man player, and he's so he's him and Montrez are okay with it because they're getting starters minutes and they're able to produce. So Kyle Kuzma, though, he can't accept that role, and it's just something he's not interested in. He wants to be able to show. I can be an all-star and get paid. So for you, though, is there like a certain player that you're looking at right now that like the Lakers should jump at because you guys don't have any picks or anything like that? Like the only tradable asset is maybe just Kyle Kuzma and possibly Danny Green is someone I heard that they would throw in. I'd take Bogdanovich. They need a they need a shooter. They uh, they need another shooter. I mean, Daniels hasn't done anything. No. Um, Quinn Cook, I think his name is. He yeah, hasn't Quinn done Cook. anything. These guys are they're supposed they were brought in to to be three point shooters, and they're not doing anything. So Bogdanovich makes sense. Derrick Rose, he's a, he's a driver. He's a slasher. Um, not not too bad, but. You know, I guess I would take him, but I would look to like someone like Bogdanovich. And if they're going to go defensive, then you you go Covington. But the Lakers, I mean, man, it's a sweet position to be in. They're thirty-seven and eleven. If they win tonight, thirty-eight and eleven. So they're not. It's not like they're desperate. I just think they're looking for a piece to 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 you know get into the playoffs. And that's something. If you look at the San Antonio Spurs, they were built for the playoffs. They oh, could yeah. care less. Uh, year after year, they could care less where they were. They could be the number one seed or number four seed. They were built for the playoffs. And I think the Lakers are trying to do something like that. What can what can we bring that will get us through the playoffs? I think that's they're looking at that that part of their their game now. Yeah, and I I just think that the Lakers because and everyone was saying it. Hey, Lakers are in first place, but guess what? The Clippers are three games behind. They're right there, so they were coming up quick. And but he's right there with them, Jake. Who is right there with them? Hey, you guys are in the East, buddy. It don't matter. Toronto, though. Everyone was saying, uh, Toronto ain't going to do anything with Kawhi gone. But Toronto, Alex, we'll I, see. Know, I know you love your Raptors, and they have looked great. As a matter of fact, they look excellent. Well, not like excellent, but they're doing really well. They're pretty. They're doing pretty well. I'm just more more worried at the fact, like, can they hang with uh, the Bucks or – there's nobody hanging with the Bucks right now. That team is on fire. They beat, I think they just beat Zion Williamson tonight. And like I said last week, a couple weeks ago when I was on the show, they're a complete team. You yeah, have a good exactly. shooting guard. You have the Greek freak who is just jumps over everybody and jumps out of the building. They're well coached. I think they're they're definitely one of the better teams that I've seen in a long time that can just punish you in different ways. And I think that's what the Lakers are looking to do. They're trying to get that. They want to get that third guy. That is going to put them over the top. Now, it, which again is weird saying they're thirty-seven eleven, but there has to be that guy that you know because it would all come crashing down if Davis or LeBron James go out for the year. Let's say they have season-ending injury. Please don't let that happen. But knock on wood. Let's say if they do do that, they'd be in trouble. So they need that. Th- and I don't think Kyle Kuzma is that guy. I don't think he's don't the think guy so that would be that be there in, in, in you know night in night out getting you what they need. So I think they need that score um, just in case something happens to either Davis or James or just to have that third score as a, as a third option. But then the problem is, because you, you brought it up just now, like you said, that if like LeBron or AD got season-ending uh, surgery, that means Bogdan, if let's say hypothetically that they did trade for Bogdan, then he'd be the guy that's being relied on. I don't think that Bogdan is that guy. I would trust more of a Derrick Rose just because of what he was able to do in Chicago. I know that was so long ago, but the way he's playing for Detroit right now, I know he's saying he doesn't want to go anywhere, but let's be real. The dude wants to win a championship and he's looked more healthy than he's ever looked in a long time. I'm re- I'm really curious to see if they even, because the key question is, will they even trade Kyle Kuzma 
because the deadline's coming on Thursday. So there's a lot of possibilities. We thought maybe last season we'd see Anthony Davis by the deadline get traded to the Lakers. That didn't happen. So there's just a lot to be – there's a lot to see going on this coming week. I mean, we even seen the Timberwolves are trying to get D'Angelo Russell like crazy. and Yeah, but they don't – Golden State doesn't want to get rid of him. He wants to see him alongside uh, uh, Steph Curry. And to get back on the, the Derrick Rose thing – Detroit wants top draft picks. They want number one draft picks which for this don't, guy. Which don't, it's not going to happen. No, it doesn't make sense. That's the whole problem because I just don't think the Lakers are going to see the return that they were hoping for with Kyle Kuzma, like how they did last season. But because they traded Alonzo, they traded Brandon, uh, Josh Carter, and those guys. So, you know, it, it remains to be seen. I do think, like you said, they need that third scorer because I just don't think – Kuzma is the guy that can really get them where they need to be and be uh, as as successful with the Lakers as that third guy. Yeah. Well, it, it it's going to be exciting. I mean, you know, with the Lakers and, you know, that West is, is usually loaded. Houston's good. Uh, Mavericks are decent. I mean, you have the Clippers, of course. You have the Nuggets. Right. But I think that's what the Lakers are looking for. They're looking for that edge. Like I said earlier, looking for that edge. They're going to get that. They're going to need that third score. The team, though, that I don't know if you saw this report, but Boston's trying to get Clint Capella. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. And if that happens, I, I'm just wondering what on earth is Houston doing because Clint has been great for Houston. That I think they were just going to try to get another big, but I'm like, why would you just trade Clint Capella, who's averaging 14 rebounds a game? I'm like, I just, I would stick with Capella, but I think Westbrook wants him kind of gone because, you know, Westbrook wants to drive to the basket. And he probably just looks at it like Capella's in my way. Get him out of my way. And, you know, just looking at the standings, you look at you look down and you look at some of these teams. You look at Oklahoma. I mean, Chris Paul, this was supposed to be a disaster because this guy was going to be traded or he was going to be let go or, or whatever they were going to do with him. And, and they've actually, the Thunder have played uh, pretty well. You know, they're sitting in that seventh spot right now. Um, and then a team that nobody talks about, is the Utah Jazz. Nobody talks about it. And, and you know what? This is like the third year in a row that they're they're making a little bit of noise in the yep. NBA. And and that's a team that, that I wouldn't really want to see in the playoffs. And that's why I look at I look at the that Western Conference and it's you know, it's 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 there. It's got good teams. I think um uh the Portland Trailblazers are knocking on the door. But then you go to the east and you know you you have the Bucks, you have Alex's Raptors, uh, the Celtics are playing well, the Heat, the Heat. The or like the Utah has, Jazz. I like the Heat. That's a, that's a team I don't want to see in the playoffs. Well, the one team, though, I don't think you have to be really scared of is the 76ers. That's Ooh. the one That's the one right now. They're not doing what they should. Those dudes were looked at like they're going to the finals. I was thinking to myself, there's no way with just Embiid. Ben Simmons can't shoot at all. So, um, What else is wrong with them besides that? They don't have the depth. They don't have no, the bench. No, no, no. Here, here, you guys aren't you guys aren't understanding this. The team chemistry is not there. Yeah, no. It, it was it was part. there last year, but you you what you have is you have a bunch of young guys. You lose a leadership. You lose a leader like JJ Redick, and I'm telling you, it does not bode well. You have these young kids in the NBA, and they're good. Simmons, good. Um, Embiid, I like him, but he needs to keep his mouth shut. But like he is, he's a good center. He 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 plays he plays well. But I know Al Horford is there, but you lose you lose veteran guys and 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 a, and a good shooter like JJ Redick and I hate to say that because uh, I do not like Duke, but because uh, I'm a North Carolina fan. But um, JJ Redick is probably the quickest shot I've I've seen, and this guy was deadly. And you know when he came to the NBA, I was a little doubtful, you know, with him. But man, he has really come on the last few years. So you lose some leadership like that, and now you have young guys. Maybe Al Horford isn't the leader. I'm not sure, but um, the 76ers, yeah, they, they have a little, they had a little drop off from last year. You know, you'd think at that point, um, you know, you lose in the position they lost in, and you know, Embiid was crying and all this stuff. But you know, that should be your driving force to come back, and I don't see that this year. I don't see that urgency. I don't see that. You know what? We aren't going to lose again. You know, and, and as as a coach, you know, I remember our team uh, in the in the CIF championship game when we lost in the uh, quarterfinal. I mean, I'm sorry, the semifinals of, of CIF. 
those boys went in and, and they were in tears. They were in tears, and they said, we will never lose again. We are not going to lose another playoff game again. And they put in the work, and they had the determination to say, this is not going to happen. We went through that entire season. We win CIF, and we get and we did lose, and the only loss we had after that in the, in the playoffs was in the state finals. But it was that determination. It was that, you know what, we are not going to find ourselves in this position again. So – I don't think the 60, uh, 66ers, that's a baseball team. Um, I don't think the 76ers have that urgency right now, and, and they better find it because you're going to have to go up against a Milwaukee Bucks team. You're going to have to go up against the Boston Celtics or Toronto Raptors, these teams that are playing good. So the 76ers need to find that motivation to, to get back to where they were last year or they're going to find themselves bounced out of the playoffs. Well, and you said it yourself, that, that driving factor that they had was Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler was, if you look at the Heat, this is the happiest I've seen Jimmy Butler his entire career because these dudes are just, they're going to him and they're they are just attaching themselves to Butler. He's become a great leader. And a lot of people are looking like maybe Butler's a, just a cancer for locker, locker rooms. And I'm just like, no, Butler just wants to win. That's the whole thing. He wants to go in with the mindset, we're going to win. Miami was not talked about to do anything this year, and they have gone in with the mindset, everyone's overlooking us, nobody's giving us a shot, we're going to go as far as we can and prove our doubters wrong. But the, the there was one name I forgot to ask you about, Rob, regarding uh, the Lakers, and I was kind of curious on this one. It's Dennis Schroeder from the Oklahoma City Thunder. What would you think of him? For Kuzma? Yeah. I mean, because... He was he was a starter before, but he he's leading the team for the Thunder as a as a role player with 19 points this season. Would would he be someone that you can kind of see like coming in off the bench and being that third scorer? Yeah, this is gonna sound weird, but I think the Lakers. Uh, I read today too, and I completely agreed that the Lakers need to get smaller, and which is weird because in basketball you think well you want the biggest guys and right you do, but. At this point, I think the Lakers need to get smaller. They have JaVale McGee. They've got uh, they've got Anthony Davis. Uh, Cousins, I don't know if he's ever going to play again, but you've got uh, Dwight Howard. So I think the Lakers do need to get smaller. So if it was a Kuzma for Schroeder and somebody else, I would do it. But straight up, no. I would, I would not do that. I would not do that trade straight up. But it would be nice to have a scoring guard like that, you know, complimenting LeBron, Davis, and then even you have those shooters in green and Daniels if they can – find their stroke yeah exactly and then get uh alex i think we had a question right do we have a question um we do i believe you know that question yeah right? so i was asked by uh my my good friend gabe and i'm kind of curious to your guys's uh your guys's answer on this one i just want to know because this was asked to me between bill belichick and tom brady if they part ways will those which one of them, between the two, who would win a Super Bowl first? Sorry, what was I, – I, like, spaced out. <laughs> we always do that. That's all right. Sorry. The, like... the question is, between Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, which one of those guys can get their team, whoever they might be with, a championship? I guess it depends. Um, Are you talking that they're on separate teams? Yeah, separate teams. Oh, well, we the, made fun is... of Brady the other day, right, with Rob when he said that <laughs> Brady was not a Super Bowl. He's not a he's not a leader. He's not a manager. No, no, no. I said he. I said he was a game. He said no, no. He said he managed the Super Bowl, which is was about as dumb as his statement of of, of Mahomes <laughs> passing for four hundred yards. But Almost here's, as dumb to think that the Lakers are going to win the championship this year. But who's counting? Well, we we don't know that yet because it's not even the playoffs. We're talking about stuff that already happened. <laughs> Listen, he is not. He he doesn't manage games. He goes out and wins games. And and you know Mahomes did the same thing. He went out and won that game. But. A lot of people are going to say that uh, that Tom Brady is a is a is a system quarterback. You know, he's in he's in a good system, and that's you know what we w- we don't know because we've seen him in all these years in in New England. Um, if I had to pick uh, Gabe, I would say Bill Belichick would win a Super Bowl just because this guy is he is just a mind. I mean, he's got a football mind. He still has that team. So does it, if if it's if if Tom Brady is a system quarterback. Then does it really matter what quarterback he has back there? If he is, just, if this is a system that they're running, he still has a, a good running, a good running game. 
uh, and Sony Michelle, who's gonna get? He's gonna bounce back. He had a bad yeah, year. I mean, the offensive line wasn't very good either. Good though, defense. So. You have a good um, offensive mind in um, McDaniel's. Oh, McDaniel's. So I would have to say Bill Belichick would win a Super Bowl over Tom Brady. I'm 100 percent behind you with that one, Rob. I think it's Bill Belichick, no questions asked. Now it's gonna also depend too. Where is Tom Brady going? Because I've heard. I've heard the Raiders. I've heard the Chargers. Not the 49ers. It's not going to be the 49ers. Stop. If you guys have that hope, stop it. It's not happening. That's a pipe dream, and it will never happen. But, yeah, it's Bill Belichick. Dude's going to be able to put whatever quarterback he needs back in his system, and he's going to scheme around that quarterback, get all the strengths where they need to be, surround him with the right talent that he needs, that he sees fit. I think it's Bill Belichick. Next question. I don't I don't even think he's a – okay. Anyway, <laughs> next question. The next question comes from Mr. Joe. He's very, a Seahawks fan. It's very special to our Come hearts. On. Seahawks, really, Mr. Joe? It's okay. But he does have the hope of a Lions and Browns Super Bowl. So oh, my god! I know. I didn't know that older gentlemen played Madden. Oh my god. Because I, the Browns and the Lions ever playing each other in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Mr. Joe, not going to happen. That's like video game stuff. <laughs> that's it. Well, here here was the question. Of the four teams that have never been to the Super Bowl between the Houston Texans, Cleveland Browns, Detroit Lions, and Jacksonville Jaguars, which team could you see going to the Super Bowl first between those four? Can I say none? Houston, I got so yeah, I'm just Houston, gonna tell Tex- Houston. Houston Texans are built right now to win. Now, I mean, they just ran into the Chiefs, but I mean, no, Cleveland's a mess. Uh, their quarterback uh, can't keep his mouth shut. You got a receiver that complains about everything. Good running game, but I think that hurts them in that Jacksonville. Uh, who's going to be the quarterback? The, the 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 mustache dude, or you're going to have? Um, uh, you didn't like mustache mania. He's all right. Uh, nah, he's all right. He, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I thought was, about I thought about shaving my beard and just like, having the mustache just like for the Fernando mustache. Valenzuela back in the days. Like everybody's just like caring about all this stuff, and uh, he was okay. Obviously, he didn't make the playoffs. So, and, you hey, know. maybe Tom Brady goes to Jacksonville. Lions. The Lions are. The Lions. Are, <laughs> I couldn't say with straight face. I'm sorry. What did you just say? No, it's gonna Philip Rivers is the their only hope for uh the only hope for Florida because he lives there now apparently, but. Um, so I would say the Houston Texans, I mean, you have a really good quarterback. I mean, I, I put him up there with kind of like, he's like a, a, a little bit of, of Mahomes and then a little bit of Lamar Jackson. He can beat you with your legs. He can beat you with uh, his arm. I think the problem is, is they can't keep their receivers healthy. I mean, they have, uh, DeAndre is always healthy. The only one. And, and the, other and than that, Will Fuller, Will Fuller always, always hurt. gets hurt. And I love that guy cause he's from Notre Dame, but he's always getting hurt. Darn, those Notre Dame guys always getting hurt. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, Carlos Hyde, good running back, you know, they have a, they have a good defense. So if I had to pick, it would be the Houston, uh, Texans in that, but the other ones, yeah, I don't see them winning anytime soon. Houston, Houston just needs to get a little bit better on defense though. It's, it's JJ Watt and who else? Like, Oh, is that a question? Yeah, that's literally it. I don't know. I don't know their team. I just know that. <laughs> exactly. That's It's like, hey, I look at their defense. It's J.J. Watt. Who else is going to help J.J. Watt? And Alex did say that, like, none. I mean, you could you could go with you that. You Because I, I tell you what, a team that's on the rise, Tennessee Titans. That's true. And I read that Tom Brady and his wife, seriously, I read this today, that they're looking for schools in Tennessee. Dun, dun, dun. Now... I don't think he'll win a Super Bowl with Tennessee. I just don't think that's going to happen. Could it happen? Maybe, but I don't Dude, think. Dude, you have a beast of a running back. I think that can totally happen. Problem is, they got to pay him first. They got to pay him. They got to pay him. If, if they want Tom Brady to actually come there, you better have Derrick Henry because he's going to look at him and be like, man, Derrick Henry? The receivers are good enough to get Brady where he wants to go. I th- I still think the Chargers. Are Brady the best. has been throwing to mediocre receivers he can't his whole do it career. Anymore. He can't do it anymore. He can't do it anymore. I'm just gonna say it. So, you, so you're blaming the players and not the player. No, and Rob's right that that Tom Brady's been able to do that his whole career, throw the nobodies and make them somebodies. But the thing is, he's he's older now. He can't do that. He has to have 
a great offensive line. He's got to have a running back. He's got to have great receivers. He's got to have a defense because he can't put the team on his back anymore. That's why I went Bill Belichick to lead a team to a Super Bowl because he can put all the pieces around the guy he wants. All right, so let's say this. Let's say if Tom Brady wasn't a quarterback anymore, but if he was a coach going oh, up against Bill Belichick. Let's, hypothetic, I'm taking Bill Belichick. What in speaking. the world? Heck no. Bill Belichick can't beat his former players. They lost to the Lions, oh, and no, they lost to the Titans. Don't do so that both to former either coaches or players. So he's 0-2 against them. So, hey, I'm going to go with Tom Brady on that one if he's a coach ever. You guys are nuts if yeah. you think Tom Brady would beat Bill Belichick. Why would it be nuts? You just said that he, Bill he, Belichick he used to have the everything, greatest but because of age. football history of a coach. It, there is no one better. And he taught Tom Brady, didn't he? He taught him all the tactics that he knew. He right? saw something from a six-round pick and made him exactly look amazing. Exactly. Okay. So, so who's to say that Brady wouldn't be able to take look, him? But look, we're also saying that Brady made these receivers. Bill Belichick picked these receivers, and he did have Gronkowski. He had Randy Moss for one year. They lost the Super Bowl. You guys want to know something, though? You know, Gronk really wasn't that great when he first got there. It was only until Aaron Hernandez decided to go um, Charlie Mass on everybody. And oh, then, boy. And, that you know, got touchy. And, you know, Literally. That's, when, that's, when, that's when Gronk got better. Seriously. It, it, he, was, he was okay, but once that happened, Gronk really took center stage and, and became um, – in, in that in – that, I'd say he's the only tight end I think that I can remember that could ever seriously be considered for an MVP. Well, ever. well, because you look, he's but but if you look at it now, that's how he was, and, and even when he, up until he retired, which set the stage for guys like uh, Kelsey and and um, what's a 49ers guy? I can't George remember George Kittle. George Kittle. Um, I mean, I think that they were that type of player, but I'm, I'm telling you. I, I told you guys a couple weeks ago. I think, I think he's going back to the Patriots. I don't think I don't think Tom Brady's going anywhere. I think he's going back to the Patriots. All he wants with New England, and but from what I also understood is Robert Kraft is not going to force Bill Belichick this time around to keep Brady. It's going to be all Bill's decision, and I think Bill should moved on. Should have moved on when he first had Garoppolo. That I still think that should have happened. I think he would have been. The heir apparent. Here, here so. you, you guys want to you guys want to preview what's going to happen. Hey, uh, so so Bill, uh, Bill, so w- what about Tom? How how come you let him go? Uh, because we're on the Cincinnati. I was done with him. He was done, and <laughs> you know he didn't want to play here anymore, and so he's um, going to go play for another team. And so next question, or he's just going to say we focus on the players that are here. And that's about it. Why doesn't he do that now? The player, he, the only player he's got right now is Tom Brady. I don't Brady. think I can. The first time, and I love what I saw when Bill Belichick did this at the Super Bowl. He just had all the rings on his fingers and just kind of showed them off. I'm like, all oh my right. God. Did you see the <laughs> one he was wearing? It took up his whole yes. hand. <laughs> I was like, took all right, Bill, hand. I see you. And I think Bill's going to win a couple more Super Bowls without Brady. So we'll see. No, I, it's time for a new team uh, to to take charge, and and the Chiefs can be that team. They yeah, have the no, pieces. I agree with that. They could be the next Patriots team. And that the the one thing is 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 Tom Brady has never been arrogant. He's never been cocky. He's 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 never run his mouth. At least that I've seen. And but I guess if you're that kind of guy, you can do that um, because he can back it up. But the one thing I like about Mahomes is he's very humble. He loves playing the game, and you can tell. And that's what the people you can get with. You can get with the guys that just want to go out, work hard. And like I said, man, this guy earned the Super Bowl. I don't think he should have won the MVP, though. What are you guys thinking? No, no, no. Damian Williams put in work on Sunday. Are you kidding me? If I was going to give the MVP to anyone else other than Mahomes, it would have been the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. The Honey Badger. So, Alex, let's just – you know and I will finish this show. Good night, this guy. Tyron, did you see – him chew out his defense. Yeah, I saw him crying on the sidelines. But he's one of That's the ones. A leader. He's the one of the ones that was the, the problem was he was he got burned a couple times. Here, the thing is, they is Damian up, Williams, right? the only two touchdowns in the game, two touchdowns and in a crucial moment. There was a garbage yard uh, touchdown there, Rob. So I'm just saying, I I don't think Damian should have even come close to the MVP. Yeah, well, I don't think that's Honey Badger. And you're, you also you're the one that either. said that the Green Bay Packers are going to beat the Niners that weekend too. So we can't trust anything you say right now. And I'm a dreamer. Yeah, you're a dreamer. All right, that's right. I'm I'm dreaming of a day seeing Tom Brady they come should, to L.A. They should the have Chargers another uniform. word for that. Like, it's called loser. It's called the 
Kind of like the Rams and the Broncos. That's We're both here. Neither, none of our teams made it to the Super Bowl. Congratulations, Kansas City. You were the best team this year. I mean, uh, when no. when was the last time you Packers made it to the Super Bowl? I, I'm curious uh, because I really don't keep up with them. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, that, next it question. Does, it doesn't matter. Listen, football's <laughs> over. We're going to talk NASCAR. So, I'm just kidding. All right, so is NASCAR, NASCAR a sport? Yes. No. No. Why not? I'm driving a car. You're driving a car. You're turning left at 200 miles an hour for like three hours. Why do you have to be out there? And listen, and you see see some pretty fat guys come out of the car. They're not lean. I mean, these dudes are – listen, if you're sponsored by like Jimmy Dean Sausage, bro, you're you're all over that Jimmy Dean Sausage, and you slide out of that car. There's no athletic ability. They're all – yeah, I'm not going to call them rednecks, but they're rednecks. I'm a I'm a race car driver. Then every single day I come to work. Dude. All I am saying, Kate, every single time, is that it takes a lot of skill to eat a cheeseburger and turn left. I can barely turn left without you putting the my cut blink fries, on. dude. Okay. The crisp cut fries, the waffle fries, the waffle fries. Is that what your favorite? Anyways, one is? NASCAR is a sport. No, it doesn't matter. It, you're way wrong on that one. NASCAR, you go, but what you else go is and new? drive you're a car wrong, so. 200 miles an hour, Done. right? For that three hours. That, that makes me an athlete. Let me know if you sweat. Does that make me an athlete, though? If it, I go and drive a car with a sponsor on it, and it could be anything from, I don't know, whatever, how much, whatever you put on there. You could put Cheez-Its on there, whatever they sponsor these cars. So Shot if I know. drive that car, I'm an athlete? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Wait. All right. Let me ask you a question. Let me I ask you a question. First, first, what qualifies an athlete? What makes an athlete? When you think of the word athlete, what let me give you an example that? here okay and you played football you don't bring baseball. up any green bay packers okay. just keep no it no up. no this this is for me i went every and i'm not saying nascar drivers don't go practice their driving on the freeway okay i i understand it must be very difficult as they go through the drive through get their cheeseburger and then get on the road but anyway they have people to bring i have to go every single day to practice at as hard as i can and rob can attest to this because he was a coach we had to put a lot of work in a lot of practice, players. right? A lot, a lot of practice. A lot I'm, of work. A lot you know of how many practice. times I got hit in the head at football? Too many. You know how many times people have been flipped over in their cars in NASCAR? It's a flesh wound. Oh, it's a flesh wound. Yeah, but a concussion yeah, it's called a uh, is... car accident. Okay. Kind of what a lot of people do. So wait, the people that are in car accidents on the freeway—they're NASCAR drivers. I mean, if they're going fast, they might as well be. All I'm saying, look. NASCAR is Wait, a sport. Answer me one thing. How come every sing how come every other NASCAR driver is named Ricky, <laughs> Kyle, Dale, <laughs> or Billy Joe or something like that? You you gave us the answer to that like five minutes ago. You said you didn't want to say They're not that. athletes? Yes, they're not, no, athletes. not athletes. No, that is not what I meant. They're, they're athletes. athletes. Why? Because How's that because they that? practice the driving. They, they learn don't practice dri- Oh, You drive God. every single day. That's the problem. Do you think they drive that way on the freeway? Probably. I'd, maybe. Not. I'm sure a couple of I'd have of more respect for them if they took that Chevy that they, they get sponsored by and they just like take down old ladies that are driving fast and like they just, they just draft them. I mean, I'd have more respect for them, but anyways. But then all of a sudden the officer goes, license and registration. Oh, sorry, I was trying to practice. Yeah, I bet you were. Let me see your license. Yeah, you cannot practice that much, man. All right, well, anyway, we've actually got a couple of Instagram questions. Oh, do we? So the first one, uh, are we going to mention names? Or? Yeah, we can yeah, mention yeah. names. Okay. Yeah. All right, so the first one is from XX Rosalie. Okay. What is your favorite sport to play slash watch? You want to start first, Rob? Or I think I said a couple of weeks ago, baseball is my favorite sport. I love watching baseball. Um, it's mind blowing to my family that I can watch a pitch from one to nine. I, I love the strategy in baseball. You know, I loved playing baseball as a kid. Um, man, it was crazy because when I was like twelve years old, if my dad came to the game, I couldn't throw my curveball because you know if you throw, you know you have to tweak that, you have to torque that arm. And he'd always get mad at me. He's like, you're going to throw your arm out. You're going to throw your arm out. And um, so if he wouldn't come to the game, I would get to throw my curveball. And if my mom didn't come to the game, it, I got to chew tobacco. Don't chew tobacco, kids. It's bad. I was I was a bad kid. Intel anyway, sports in no way condones. supports condones yes. and supports this. Yes, it causes <laughs> cancer. But, um, but I loved playing baseball. And I was a decent little pitcher when I was younger and just – 
I don't know why I didn't pursue baseball. I got I did get hit in the head uh, once by a pitch, so that kind of drove me away from baseball. I was a little nervous, but um, yeah, baseball is my favorite sport, and I always enjoyed playing it. Mine was football, hands down. Uh, I even brought this up to my buddy and his wife on Sunday when I would just see the hits being laid out. I'm like, man, I miss the field so much because I loved dishing out the hits and getting in people's faces and trash talking each other. But then at the end of the game, you are able to go to the guy that you just took on and tell him uh, if he had a good game or a bad game, congratulate him if they won. Even if I lost, I hated losing. I was a huge sore loser. Um, but yeah, I just, and kind of like you, Rod, if I was playing, when I first started playing, my dad, he gave me a hard time because he thought I wasn't playing hard enough. Cause he's like, you're going to get hurt if you don't play hard. So I was like, all right, dad, I'm going to play hard. I'll play hard. And my goal was always to, when I was playing to win some more championships than my parent, uh, my dad and my brother. So, and I went out and did that. So football for me was my all time favorite sport to play. What about you, Alex? Well, real quick, when I pitched, and if I didn't pitch good, oh no, my dad'd say, "You're coming home with me," and I knew I was in trouble at that point. And he would beat you. What do you, what do you like? Intel Sports does not <laughs> condone <laughs> any hitting. No violence for a for a nonviolent. I'm not. Group. I'm not sure I can tell this next story. Then. Oh. Okay. Then don't. Okay. Well. Anyway. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, my favorite sport to watch is football i feel like it's i thought it was gonna be nascar boat racing (laughs) fishing ultimate fishing no um football i think just like what what jake you were saying it's just crazy to see someone get laid out and i think that you know when i used to play football that was like my favorite thing to see and do is like people get knocked out and you look at them like are you all right they get up and nothing happened to them it's crazy but i think my favorite part about football is and this actually was my favorite sport to play as well um was when you put on the uniform and the pads and the helmet and all that stuff it, it kind of makes you feel like a superhero like you a put it on bit, and yeah. you're you're like this big this big guy with huge shoulders and stuff like that and it makes you feel like you know you're ready to take that field like you're gonna demolish people so i think that that's why it would be my favorite all right okay. on. cool all right so our second question is a little more uh light-hearted this one is directed at Jake. Oh, boy. Yes. Let's hear it. Come at From me, bro. From your boy Nick V. Oh, your boy Nick. What's up? And this is part of a sport, too, because okay. there are competitions for this. What can Jake bench? What can I bench? He just said, Nick, he can bench a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. That's right. That's as much as I can bench. No, I can bench the couch that got broken, but you know. Uh, anyway, but no, <laughs> right now, I, oh, wait, I, Nick's the one that broke it. Yeah. <laughs> and he sat down on it. Yeah. He sat down. Oh. No, <laughs> 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 nah, he didn't break the couch. He's fine. Anyway, but no, I have it not was pre-broken. I'm not going to lie. I'm not even sure how much I can bench only because I haven't, uh, bench pressed in a while. So if I had to guess maybe a hundred, not too much, honestly, it's been a while since I worked out. Are you sure 100? Do you know how much the bar weighs? That's about what I can lift. 45 pounds? Oh, yeah. So that's probably about right. The 45 pound uh, weight limit. Because, you know, my back's always really sore. So oh, your back. Yeah. My, my doctor yeah. says I have to be very careful what I do. Yeah, your back. Okay. Anywho, um, anybody have any final thoughts? I think that's a wrap for this episode. Yeah, just thank you, thank you guys for listening. Um, as you know, the podcast will come out tomorrow morning. Um, you know, we like we like the questions, so hopefully you guys can give us some more questions. That's always good to, to answer your guys' questions and have fun with that. And mm-hmm. um, again, just uh, we'll uh, we'll finish this uh, we'll finish this episode, and then next week we'll uh, talk probably a little more NBA. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because that's pretty much the only thing that's going on right now. Um, well, hockey too, but we can talk about golf. But I'm not. Sure I, I like golf. I'll talk golf. Brooks Kepka, baby, come on. I'm not as. Into golf watching, I'm more into playing. So, I mean, have you? <laughs> Granted, and I'm man, not very, we I'm, saw that yesterday. Good. If man. anybody has seen Jake golf, listen, you I know think, that it's purely because he <laughs> thinks he can golf and he enjoys. No, that. I know I can't golf work a little. This guy, if still, if anybody has seen, and I I don't, uh, what would you call that? I don't recommend that you watch this movie. I I don't know. If anybody's seen the bench warmers, there is a part 
where one of the guys has a sword when he's up to bat and he chops at at the ball. And that's, that's Jake exactly, when he plays golf. That's exactly he literally he doesn't I even do. hold the club to the floor. He will literally grab it up in the air and just chop down to the floor. And I still hit the ball. Yeah. So Okay. Well, again, we thank you guys for uh for listening. Uh, check it out on Wednesday. And uh, we thank you guys for listening and we will see well, we won't see you, we'll, but we look we'll forward to you. doing we'll talk uh, to you. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> to you next week. God bless you guys.